Hello everyone and welcome to the Pocket Knockers. It's time for a lovely new episode of our wonderful podcast. Today we are joined by none other than Dave from Rose Tinted Spectrum, as you'll probably all know him by. He's famous for wonderful, funny YouTube videos. And let's face it, uh, the Breaking Bad Influence series is probably one of my favourites. Um, it's so good. Um, welcome, Dave. I hope you're doing good. Thank you. I am okay. I'm okay. <laughs> That's I'm, all I've got. I'm, I'm mediocre at best. Uh, I'm well, Also, <laughs> obviously, yes. Ed's here. Uh, Sorry. Always good to know. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, and also, Rosie is not just a, uh, not just a YouTuber of almost 2,000 subscribers, so go and help him out with that, but he is also a podcast co-owner as well. Mm. Indeed. Uh, yes. 10-hour timestamp. Uh, really good podcast. So uh, let's get the, the, the theme down of that podcast. Okay. Basically, uh, from what I gather... You and Stu uh, mm -hmm. play a game for 10 hours, and every hour you check in yes. and say how you're getting on. Really yeah. good. I love that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the diary entries from Big Brother, but <laughs> not, not whinging. Well, actually, no, there's loads of whinging, yeah. but not about other people, <laughs> about <Yeah>. the game. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? Um <laughs> Playing games is the answer. Exactly. It's a very good premise. I am guilty uh, when recording retro sesh videos in times past. Uh, you would literally have a shelf full of games and you would play it for half an hour whilst you were recording and you mm -hmm. would just cut out any good footage, put it back on the shelf, think it's a piece of shit because you didn't give it enough time to actually get into it and even learn the controls. Yep. And forevermore you hate it. In fact, three of those are on my list today, everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, when you obviously, 10 hours gives you a ruddy good long time to be able to it really does. say it's good or not. What happens if, you know, it's a game that you can complete in two hours. Well, this has happened a number of times because okay. I'm uh, much better at playing games than Stu is. So what tends, <laughs> what tends to happen is Stu is halfway through by the uh, 10th hour and then I'll have finished it by about hour six. Uh, and we we had to kind of, the first time it happened, I had to like surreptitiously say to him, mm, Stu, so if... If um, perhaps maybe a situation occurred where one person completed the game because we don't talk to each other about how the okay. game has gone. So I had yeah. to ask him this question. And uh, it was the Commodore 64 version of Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles okay. uh, that I'd completed. And we came up with the idea of, okay, well, try to, within that 10 hours, play other things that are you can talk about. So it was easy enough with that because there was the NES port, there was a Spectrum port. There was loads of different versions all yeah. completely different. I mean, the, the, not even the same game, half of them. So yeah. uh, we just, we fill the time with that. Or depending on the game itself, it could just be that you try to play back through it again, again with that C64 version of Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Yeah, right. I played through the entire thing without hitting a single enemy and nearly completed it because it's crap. Oh. So <laughs> well, we, there you go. we do that as well. Is it, is, I don't think it's on any of our lists, so that's no, I'm good. I'm good because um, I hate it. I nearly put one of the, the TMNTs on. I think it was NES. Um, yeah. I, I just couldn't yeah, remember it well enough, but... 
Uh, yeah, no, it's not, it's not worth remembering. No, no. Um, and guys, uh, we should say at this point, of course, rose tinted spectrum is here, and is this is not going to be like any other one that we've done. That's just about video games. This is specifically eight bit video games. I think that neither Ed or I have uh, put any eight bit games on our lists previously. So um, I, you have one. I did. did I remember Grange Hill. Oh yes, spectrum. of course. <laughs> Yeah. How could you forget? Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and of course, uh, just rewinding a bit there, 10 hour timestamp is with uh, Roasted in Spectrum, okay, Dave, who's with us here. And we mentioned Stu, that's Stu the Brummy on Twitter as well. It's a really good project, it's really good fun. Uh, and it's a really good way uh, to relive through some of those games that maybe you did only pick up and play for a little bit. Mm. Um, and actually, what do those guys think of it? It's always worth a bash. So make sure you do check it out, everyone. Before we move on, I just wanted oh. to talk about Bad Influencer a second because yes. um, <laughs> I, it was one of the one of the shows I almost forgot until uh, until I saw Roasting Spectrums. Yes, it's hilarious, but also in uh, recently I've noticed um, Violet Berlin has been uh, tweeting your <laughs> has tweeted your videos. Yeah, uh, breaking yes, Bad she Influence. Has. She, I, uh, I'm, I'm allowed to say this because I know she, she won't be listening, but I think she is now my best friend. <laughs> um, Which is brilliant. So Violet, well, Violet came across it. I think somebody else had, somebody had posted, one of these big 80s accounts that post nostalgia stuff had posted about Bad Influence. Somebody else, somebody who I wasn't following and they weren't following me had had said, oh, you should check this series out and link to uh, Breaking Bad Influence. And then Violet Berlin commented on that and that's how she found it. So just some random person on Twitter commenting on some other random person that ended up with Violet Berlin watching it. And it, yeah, she she absolutely loves it. She's She's got a son to watch it at university and um, awesome. she's, she, we chat on uh, Twitter every now and then. Yeah, she's absolutely lovely. She's she's as lovely as you could imagine Violet Berlin being, basically. Yeah, she's fantastic. What about Andy She is my best friend. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I've said I've said we need to keep Andy as far away from it as possible because he's too precious. I mean, we can't we can't allow him to be salted by my my angry words. That so, influence was so I'm long ago done. that I, I I mean I was I was that little. I used to think Andy Crane's name was Andy Crayon. Uh, <laughs> it is, but yeah, it's great. It's, it's like good Penny nostalgia. Crayon's brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is. It's, it's it's nice to go back through uh, yeah. and and get unnecessarily angry about things that happened twenty to thirty years ago, <laughs> which is good because that's what's going to happen on the second round of this podcast as well. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, continue, Michael. Explain to uh, yeah. uh, everybody and uh, Rose into Spectrum what we're going to be doing. Of course. So uh, Rosie, be honest. Mm. Have you ever watched or listened to one of our podcasts before? Yes, uh, okay. about an hour ago. <laughs> Good. Likewise, <laughs> I was looking through the Christmas special. Okay, yeah. And wheels were spinning. People were talking. It was there was all sorts going on. So I okay, nodded. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'll talk you through it, and of course for everyone as well. Basically, in the first round, Ed and I have ten of our favourite games. We spin a wheel, and that wheel will land on one of those games, and we will have to then fight for why that is better than the other person's game. You then, as an impartial judge, will well select the winner, whether it be for its comical attributes and or factual knowledge, or mm -hmm. however passionate someone's talking about the game. 
You be the judge, literally. You be the judge. Judge um, Judy and executioner. Yes, Judge Rinder and <laughs> uh, executioner. So, uh, round two is the shit round, or the bad games round. It's exactly the same, but of course we're arguing for why one of these games picked by the wheel is uh, the negative one. Okay. Uh, and finally, as you know, Mr. Dave... We have your list of 10 games. You've picked 10 games, maybe not the most dearest to your heart, but you think that you're going to catch us out with these and we're not going to know what games they are. I can already tell you, I don't know any of those games. (laughs) So um, that's good. I did a good good job. But of course, the wheel will spin and we'll get one of those games uh, selected for us and we'll then have five minutes to do a bit of research on it and then tell you why it's the best game ever. Okay. Uh, rather like a car salesman slaps roof of Master System game, this is the, good to go. Um, there you go. Pretty much in a nutshell. That's great. Could you, you repeat that, please? So, round one. <laughs> we'll have games. We have to... It's all right. I don't care anymore. Get on with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hands up here as well, and I tried to be the cocky little shit I am when I saw a few games on Mike's list. Where I went, hang on, that was on the Mega Drive, the Moonwalker. It was that's on the Mega Drive. Mm. That's that's not eight bit. You can't do that. And then he reminded me it was also on the Master System, and then called it me was indeed. He said it. He said it. Yeah, he was fucking. You it's know like that he put um, it there to do it because he, he was he was ready and waiting to go. No, I was like, come on, come on. <laughs> wind um, it in yeah there was a couple there and he was like ah oh, well why have you got some Mega Drive games then and then I said I think what you meant to say is why have I got some Mega Drive games that are also on the Master System <laughs> well that's one point to Mike already <laughs> and then I put the gif you know that one of that <laughs> uh, for everyone uh, listening just pretended to wank off and come on the screen so now <laughs> We're continuing, and when I say continuing, I mean beginning. And Ed, do you want to have a quick go through your games? Yeah, because I'll we're do probably it very not going to tickle these in the future. Yeah, we, please we, do. We don't, well, I'm not going to try and describe them. I'm just going to go through them very quickly. I've got yeah, um, don't describe them. Back to school, which was on the spectrum. Uh, yeah. that was one that I used to play all the time. I know lots of people say school days, but I think back to school's better. Uh, mm-hmm. Come at me, bro. Um, Sonic Chaos for <laughs> specifically for the Game Gear. Um, and then this is one that people won't agree with, but how to be a complete bastard for the spectrum. Uh, then we've got Dizzy for the spectrum, uh, Game Ground for the Master System, Olympic Summer Games for the Game Boy. I really hope I don't get that one. Clutching at straws. Manic Miner for the spectrum, uh, Tetris for the Game Boy, Duck Hunt for the NES, and then Paperboy. And I had to choose a platform. Um, I thought I'm not just going to, be generic, so I just went for the master system on that one. Uh, yeah, good. Interesting. Uh, my list is exclusively master system games because it's the only eight bit platform I've ever owned. Um, I did actually look into whether DOS was eight bit or not, and it says, yeah. Yes, it's eight bit, but that's because it's actually a sixteen bit processor. Rather like we can run a sixty four bit version of Windows and play thirty two bit games. It's fine. Um, no, they are literally your math system. Because uh, I didn't want to fall into that grey area and have an awkward <laughs> conversation about uh, to Ed about you know possible games that might yeah, not be we, on the platform. If we went eight and sixteen bit, I'd be laughing on this. But this is a struggle. Yeah, an episode. This is yeah. Uh, so uh, my list, uh, good games is Power Strike, Enduro Racer, California Games, Afterburner, Golden Axe, Moonwalker, Fantasy Star, Alien Storm, Marble Madness, and Great Golf. 
I will also like to put on the end of that that I don't know that many eight bit games. So there's it's, literally some in there that it's an odd just one for games. me. So I used to sp- spend more time probably on sixteen bit games than eight bit. So uh, Mark, as everyone knows, who's watched the podcast, so Rosie doesn't know this person. Um, but I used to play a lot of games consoles around his house uh then after a while i got a spectrum and i played a, a few select games on the spectrum until i got a mega drive what a so. great subject you've chosen for your own podcast brilliant <laughs> yeah, yeah well i i knew it was going to take us out of our comfort zone rosie but it seems okay. like the perfect way to do it with you sir um so right ed when you're ready my love spin a wheel well don't care uh, daisy no. do you want to pick who goes first Daisy. Um, Did you say Daisy? Daisy tinted. Yeah, Daisy, I'm, I'll accept it. I will accept it. Um, <laughs> let's go with Ed first. All right, Edzy. Okay, Daisy's Ed-Z. dented dildo. Uh, right, this is my dildo? good list, and I'm going to spin it now. Lovely. Oh, fuck me. Okay. Well, not what I wanted. You explicitly said. Don't hope I don't get that one. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't the other one that I didn't hope I got, but this isn't... This oh, was is, it? Oh. This is very straightforward, but it's very difficult to... Well, I'll explain in a minute. It's a generically okay. good game. Uh, Mike. So, oh, did we actually say what it was? Paperboy for the Master System. Paperboy. <laughs> Not yet, but just in case. Sorry, everyone. No, we didn't, I don't think. It's Paperboy right. on the Master System. Right. We are going to spin Mike's wheel now. Please, please, please. Tick, 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 tick. Golden Axe. Ooh, two arcades but for the yeah. Master System. <laughs> two, two dirty ports. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's that's, that's good. That's good. I think right. that's quite an even face off. I think, I think it's yeah. pretty. That's pretty good going. I think. I mean, you can't. You can't really go wrong. Right. Anyway, go on then, Rosie. You. Uh, you. You can ask your questions. You can either you know ask us the same question each, or you can have specific questions for okay. either of us. Uh, um, and you choose who to ask first. Right. We'll keep it simple. First off. Mike. Hi. Which game has the best weapons? <laughs> so, the way that this works, Dave, mm. is that you question me about the, the game that the wheelers picked for me, in this case, Golden Axe. <laughs> okay. And you would then ask Ed questions about Paperboy on the Master System. Well, tell me why Golden Axe has the best weapons. <laughs> And then I'll find out from Ed why Paperboy apparently has the best weapons. Well, let's put it this way. <laughs> I don't think Paperboy has weapons. So if it's weapons you're after, uh, I think actually, it's a point. I think, th- I think that's wrong because you can throw papers in people's faces. A weapon? Is that anything a weapon? Like if I throw a, you know, this bit of plastic at someone, is that then a weapon? Yes. Oh, it, you can, that it, it can get you arrested. I don't know. Okay, I think, let's I think start. a bundled newspaper could hurt. <laughs> it really could. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go with a proper one then. Mike, Hi, why uh, did you even pick Golden Axe? Why did I even pick Golden Axe? Mm. Co-op. It's amazing. Oh, okay. It's it's hard to have a co-op game. When you can sit down and even just control a pixel around on a screen and, uh, you know, with your, with your best mate, Afartic. There you go. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, it's great. I love it. I've had loads of good memories uh, playing this with young Peter, 
And uh, there's a retro sesh video on it. Um, it's good. I've, I very much love this game. Uh, there's a good amount of enemies. There's even mounts that you can get on. Um, obviously, potions and things like that. Uh, but, I mean, realistically, it's on the Master System. It's an 8-bit game. Co-op. I don't know. It's just... Couch co-op, to me, now is so valuable in mm-hmm. these days. We, there's not enough of it, and it, it's really annoying. Because even multiplayer games now are going all over that sort of battlefield, you know, thing. And if you want to play a good co-op game, uh, the best way to do it is to get order a pizza, order get some beers in, and sit down next to your mate. And that's what the memories of Golden Axe are for me. That was a, that was a lovely argument, Mike. Thank you very much. Um, oh, thank you. That's all right. Ed, uh, why on earth did you choose Paperboy? Um, because it's one of those games where I suppose it's the complete opposite. It's like Mike saying that you've got your couch co-op, which is great. Um, there's mm. not many games that are single player that uh, that can occupy your time when you're, when you're a, a lonely uh, child like I was. Um and Paperboy was was great for that. And uh, you could also vent some frustration by trashing houses of non-subscribers. For, uh, because what it was is, is people who, who subscribe, you know, they, they subscribe to your newspaper. You've got to go along. You've got to deliver perfectly to their houses, avoid obstacles, um, mm-hmm. and make sure you, I think it just said make sure you don't trash the house. But then there are people that you don't subscribe to you can go past to, but you can wreck their house as you go along as well, which is nice. Yes. Yes. There should be a YouTube variant of this game. What, like real life Paperboy? <laughs> it should be called yeah. Amazon well, no, Delivery. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like people who don't subscribe. You have to go over and be, just throw shit to make that. them subscribe. You have to throw play buttons through there. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean that—that's why I liked it because it was—it was one of those games that uh, the single player that could keep you occupied for a bit. You, you know, you try and beat your own score, things like that. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, that that would bring back to replayability then. How much replayability does Golden Axe have, Mike? To be honest, storyline-wise, it's there's not too much going on in Golden Axe, but um, it, it's all about. Uh, to be honest, you could sit down from the start and just play that game, you know, with a friend, and it depends how often you want to have that experience. It's not the game you're gonna you, you you were waiting to come out when you got it. You ran home with your mate, and then you played it every night after school or when you got home from work, whatever it may be. You didn't play it every night to try and complete it as such. You mm-hmm. were just happy to just be playing it regardless. So I feel like it's the sort of thing that you would. Um, You'd pick up maybe on the weekends or whatever when your friend came round for dinner. I, I, I'm, I'm going, I've got a weird polarity in my head going on at the moment because there's like the young me coming home from school, having dinner, friend coming over, playing games. But then there's now the adult me who gets friends around, have beers. And like, so I'm like, it's this weird situation where it's like, yeah, yeah, get a frown, have, come home from school, get your beers out. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's more of a social thing and that's what that's the moments i'm trying to treasure and remember from this game yes yeah yeah from when you were a drunk child when i was a drunk child (laughs) dude uh i used to have uh carlsberg in a tommy tippy cup (laughs) (laughs) who didn't um i wonder if you shook that if it frothed out the top hey that's a good question just gotta find out immediately <laughs> <laughs> Boom. And your son's um, called Tommy. 
Fucking hell, Jesus Christ. That's not go there, right? Moving on. Um, <laughs> Here's the broken, the broken. <laughs> no, where's the filter? <laughs> oh, he listens to these, doesn't he? Oh, wow. okay. Not anymore. Okay. And his grandmother does. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, yes, let's move. Moving on. <laughs> Do you have any other questions? For me. Um, well, same same question again. Then, where, where does the replayability in Paperboy come from? Uh, replayability is honestly, it's either you know beating your high score or uh, attempting you know it's progressing between each street. So you've got uh, easy street, you've got the middle road, and then you've got the hard way. So it's the, the difficult paths there. Uh, it's, yeah. it's difficulty levels. Then you've got um, the, the bonus bits at the end where you've got to attempt to hit different items. Um, and also sometimes it's a bit, I guess it's a bit of a, a child's Grand Theft Auto if you wanted it to be. You could just go up a road and mm. you could see what the what the hell you could trash the shit out of as you go mm. on. Um, I, that, that's where I think it is. And I've done that. I did that a fair bit sometimes. Just just go up there and just go, oh, this will be a laugh. Let's see what I can hit this time. See what what, what, what different things have different actions. Um, they were quite varied, I found, um, when, when you play it. It, it, it. They had a lot of different objects that you could avoid, whether it be cars or dogs or pedestrians. Um, and yeah, sometimes it's just, to, just, just fun to see what happens there. It, it mm. seems like you wouldn't expect that from what seems like a linear game where you're just on a bicycle going from the bottom of the street up to the top of the street. But you can yeah. have a lot of fun out of it. Um, this was, as, as you'll know, it was an arcade game originally. And it was a really unique design for the arcade game where you had bicycle handles. Um, yes. It was really good. And the idea that you, you that is the, a novel element and you can remove that novel element and port it to a console and it'd still be, it'd still be a good game. That, that, that shows how good the game is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, a final question then. Uh, Mike, Hello. How, how faithful a port is the Master System version of Golden Axe? It is... Uh, <laughs> The graphics are stripped out and the sound's destroyed. When anything's ported, <laughs> especially from Mega Drive to Master System, they tear the shit out of it. Yes. Um, <laughs> I was going Doing a good to... Job. Carry uh, on. I was going to lie, <laughs> but I, I can't seem to bring myself to do it. Um, so, uh, the <laughs> terrific. Uh, the frame rate drops so much uh, that it's not unplayable, but close. Um, if you have two people playing, which of course is the one reason why you want to play Golden Axe, really, uh, then that means that you pretty much half the frame rate. If both of you try and attack the same enemy, it'll only register one hit at each time. Um, <laughs> and uh, if there's too many effects, like you can throw bombs and they'll uh, fire. Will, oh, sorry, microphone. Fire will come up the ground. If you both do that at once, it just you get maybe th- under five frames per second. Wow. Um, but it's fun. <laughs> wow do you do you need do you need a, a shovel no no i i i knew you i knew that was going to come up i thought i almost got away with it but um 
when I was younger and those times I'm reminiscing, I'm actually talking about the Mega Drive version of this game. Um, yeah. I did play this in my adult life when I got it on Master System because I only got a Master System in my adult life. Um, and then, I mean, realized, actually, not the best. <laughs> but hey, I was trying to find 8-bit games and I found yeah, some. You did, you did. And <laughs> I, I, threw the, I threw the curveball at you, I apologize. Yeah, well, at least I was honest though, yeah? Mm. I think you uh, is yours was anywhere near the fucking arcade version? Go. Right, but I'm gonna <laughs> Is yours anywhere near the arcade version? They're both arcade games. Um the uh the, the what I was going to say is the one I'm talking about here is the Master System version again, and I've chosen that one because the graphics are better. But weirdly enough, the one I remember playing more, like Mike said, <laughs> the one I remember playing more was on the spectrum, actually. Um, I used to play it on the Spectrum, but graphically, more the colour palette and everything is a lot better on the Master System. Yeah. Uh, That's why I've chosen this version. I played it a a handful of times compared to the multiple times that I played it on on the Spectrum. Uh, That's why I chose this version. So it's kind of the opposite mm. of Mike, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not it's not a bad port at all, the uh, the Paperboy on Master System, considering yeah. what they had to work with. The NES was a bag of dicks, I found. Yes, yeah, yeah. There's agreed. a lot of Nintendo ports that are absolutely horrific. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially the NES, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, well, if, we're gonna move, we if we're going to move away from 8-bit, um, one of the best ports I found well, for, the, for the SNES was... Um, Oh, when they did Killer Instinct on the snares, that was amazing. Mm. The way they yeah, got the soundtrack to work on that, I, it's, it's it's wonderful. Yeah, um, and it came on a black cartridge, which was very exciting. Yeah, my mate got the I cartridge, it, and he uh, he also uh, got the soundtrack that came with it as well. Oh wow! Bloody lovely fancy pants. <laughs> I think there's a retro sesh video on that. There Is might there? well be actually, um, but they're dead, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> You've killed them. <laughs> Either okay. way, Dave, hmm. come on, give us your feedback. Who won? Who won that so, first round? Am I basing it on my own feelings or your arguments? Because um, if I'm going by, you've got, your to be got to remain unbiased. Imagine you don't know okay. this ga- these games. Imagine you've okay. never heard of them. Okay, well, I regrettably will have to go with Paperboy on this one. Uh, Even though I hate Paperboy, I think Mike absolutely buried Golden Axe with his final answers there. (laughs) While while I appreciate the honesty, Mike, I now never want to play Golden Axe ever again, thanks to you. No, Mega Drive, honestly, is an amazing game. No, you've soured all of them for me. All of them. <laughs> Even Warrior, the, the yes. RPG. Yes, anything related to golden axes in any way. <laughs> oh, no. There goes your collector's version of Commando. <laughs> but you're right, Paperboy is a bit shit. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't like Paperboy. But it doesn't matter. I won. No. Uh, right, you so wouldn't. we both picked fucking shit games and you won. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're going wrong here somewhere. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the Pocket Knockers. Right. Okay. Next round, of course, the shit ones. Let's fight for whose game is the worst. Ed, fire up Da Wheel, son. No. <laughs> Uh, right, I can see got, as soon as I said it, the look on your face was, well, I'm not doing that. Who went, not who with went, that urban patois. It's, Mike, it's Mike's turn, isn't it? So, uh, 
Let's find your shit list. My yeah. shit list is test. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. You've got Back to the Future 2 here, which was the Master System, isn't it? Yep, uh, as aforementioned. I, that's the yeah. only console Mike has ever played. <laughs> well, what? Apparently that's not. not. <laughs> apparently <laughs> fucking I've got, not. I've got a t-shirt of a Dreamcast. <laughs> no, I don't believe it. No, uh, no, it's just a math system in a different sh- uh, shell. Such I was just a fake gamer. Because I, I chose Back to the Future 2 as well. I chose the Spectrum version of Back to the Future 2. That's what I did. Right, uh, let's have a look at your shit list okay. and spin it. Oh, do we want to go through the... Do we want to go tick, through tick, it tick, first? Tick, 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 tick. Oh, yeah, okay. But first, uh, you, but I, you've got... Go on, say it, because I'm not saying that. Senna's Moto... Uh, sorry. Monaco Grand Prix 2. Very good. And what were the other the ones sequel. that you had on your list? Uh, the other ones I had on my list were... Uh, Etten Senna's Moto... <laughs> yeah. Why do I keep saying MotoGP? Uh, Nobody Monaco knows. Grand Prix 2. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Jurassic Park. Zillion. Back to the Future 2, Transbot, Home Alone. I'm sorry, I'm going to stop slapping the fucking down arrow in between <laughs> each uh, game. Thank you. Uh, James Bond 007, The Dual Casino Games, and Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy? Was that on the Master yeah. System as well? Was it? I remember playing that one it on was. the Mega Drive. Do you, mm. Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Mike's yeah. never played a Mega Drive. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, I don't own one. Don't own one up there. Don't own it. Uh, right. Okay. My shit list. I'll I'll read mine out first. Um, oh, go again, on. Why Rosie's fucking camera's gone all over the fucking place? It keeps changing. <laughs> I just I'm shoving it. How does that fucking work? Uh, Something like that. <laughs> oh, just just to clarify, we're all pretending to push the crop edges of the camera. <laughs> we're all it's, being mimes. H- hilarity ensues. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, your shit, my shit list was, um, okay, so I've got Mortal Kombat for the Master System. Uh, I'm just going to mm. say now, I was I was deliberating between either the Master System or the Game Boy for this, and I went for the Master oh, yeah. System. Yeah. Um, and I've got EastEnders for the Spectrum, uh, Nightmare for the Spectrum, Crazy Kong oh, yeah. for the Spectrum, E.T. for the Atari, because someone's got to mention it. Um Bible Adventure for the NES, Where's Waldo for the NES, Back to the Future Part 2 for the Spectrum, Ghostbusters for the NES, and Back to the Future Parts 2 and 3 for the NES. So that's what I've got. And let's Mm. see what I fucking get. Um, Tickety tick 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 tick. The wheel is spinning. Whoa, tickety. Ow, nightmare you've got on the Spectrum. (laughs) Oh, very good. Nightmare for the Spectrum. Hopefully there's people mm. out there going, you can't say this is shit. Yes, I can. <laughs> is it? I've never, uh, never heard of it before. It's uh, based on the TV show, Nightmare. Yeah. I remember the TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's basically, imagine that, but shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like Dave's on your side, eh? <laughs> He's not allowed to be. No, to be fair, I don't have that much experience with it because I don't think I ever got out the first room, so... <laughs> You should yeah, be okay. This is my problem. So uh, this, this, that's good. My my downfall is I've never completed the game. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. Uh, it's over to you then. 
Yeah, okay. Uh, Mike, I've never played um, the game you keep mispronouncing, so tell me tell me why it is so horrendous. Tell me why! <laughs> first of all, uh, I remember when I first put this game in, um, and you... First of all, there's really broken English at the beginning. You know you don't have, like... on, Of course, on Mass System and indeed 8-bit games, you don't have, like, a cinematic or anything like that to welcome mm-hmm. you in. Uh, you usually just have some text to, to maybe develop a bit of a story if need be. Mm. But um, it's it was literally, I'm just trying to find exactly what it what the text was, uh, quote for quote. Um, but let me just have a look here. There it is. Um, it says, I, and I'm saying this for comical uh, purposes because I, I, I can't believe it was actually released like this. Um, <laughs> but it was, ah, well... No, no, fuck it. Whatever. Fuck it. Uh, but it's it's like broken English. You know, like when you see, like, when you read, like, an All instruction manual for a very... All to us or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very much like that. And I was like, it was a bit of a red flag at that point, because I thought, this is a licensed game. It's Ayrton Senna when he a was alive. A checkered flag. Uh, sorry, carry on. Oh. <laughs> um, I had to stop you there. What an absolute reprobate. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I that was a yeah that was a checkered flag when I turned it on. I thought this was going to actually be a fairly good game. Uh, Nigel Mansell's racing on um, Mega Drive is mm. uh, very good, and I thought this could have been like a, a pre like I was going to say a prequel, but no, literally just before that. Um, but it's not. It, it, it goes south from there when you realise I you can't play as Ayrton Senna. I thought that you would be driving his car, for instance, and you know you'd be doing races <laughs> and against other. No, none of that. So it's just got his name on it. It's got his name. He welcomes you into the game. And then the whole premise is you have to drive around the track and overtake Ayrton Senna as many times as possible before the you know you do that many laps, however many it is. Um, now, this is bad, as you can imagine. Uh, mm. You can probably tell already, because Ayrton Senna, uh, especially in the early, I think, 94, when this game came out, maybe, um, was he was the dad he was the daddy you know he was pretty much fucking top dog mm. so for you to be driving circles around Ayrton Senna um <laughs> was both unrealistic and you're probably a fan of Ayrton Senna so you're kind of slagging him off at the same time so yeah. it's a really weird sort of thing um and it didn't get better um as you can imagine 8-bit driving games not the best. I think back back in the day they were kind of what you had and those things, but I don't think anyone's ever looked back. You know, like yeah. people people go back and you know you play a bit of Gran Turismo one now and again for nostalgia and you love it, but I don't think many people go back and play eight bit races. <laughs> no, no, I don't think they do. Um, and yeah, that's yeah, pretty much seals the coffin a bit there. Yeah. Okay. Well, Ed. Uh, Ayrton Senna doesn't feature Ayrton Senna in any meaningful way. Does Nightmare feature Nightmare in any meaningful way? Um, Nightmare features some guy with look what looks like more of a pointed beard than yeah 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 big bearded guy. What was his bloody name in Nightmare? Come on, um, it was Treyguard. Treyguard don't look like him, but you know it's a spectrum. For some reason, people think you can get away with that because it's a spectrum. Now with this <laughs> this one here, you've got. Um, the, the the countdown timer is um is is shown uh, in the shape of in the form of a candle uh, down the side of the screen 
And the further you go, the more steps you take, the more time it takes. You, this candle goes down and you've got to uh, navigate your way through rooms to get to certain areas. You've got to have different objects to get things. It's pretty much your normal. Um, it, it, it's one of those normal games that, you know, it's like you go this place, you pick this up, you pick that up. It, it's just that that's all it is, really. Um, which is not reminiscent of Nightmare. I give them credit. They mm. really tried with the art style of the rooms to go for Nightmare, considering the limitation of the spectrum. Um, some of it actually looked quite pretty, but it doesn't mm. mean the game's not shit. Um, yeah, the, um, the instructions that are given aren't great. Um, you have the most impossible of tasks to, uh, to progress further. Um, you can normally get through about, you might be able to go about three or four rooms, which is at the beginning of it, which is great. It doesn't mean you're not going to get any further. You're just saying that walking past these fucking rooms going, what do I do? Where the fuck do I have to go? Um, nothing is as clear as day in it. Um, yeah, it just, it just doesn't work. And don't get me wrong. Nightmare was always a challenge. Um, the, 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 the TV show, how many times have you ever seen someone win the, uh, the TV show? But um, at least they had fun doing it and you had fun watching them do it. Doesn't mean <laughs> that this game, no one would have fun playing it and no one would want to fucking watch someone else playing this fucking piece of shit. Um, I spent a good few hours on this game just trying to do the first part of the first part of it, which is, you know, as I say, navigate through maybe four rooms trying to circle around. Um until I was that determined to think maybe it's better afterwards. And I probably managed to get a little further. Um, and then just the same thing happens and it's just no point. It's all it is, is a lot of trial and error, but for that, that trial and error is not worth it. There's no replayability for this game for you to go, ah, I figured that bit out now for next time. I'll be able to do it quicker this time. <laughs> no, you don't want to, you want to go play something else. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Mike. Hi there. Are there any, I mean, there are, but, but I want to know what they are. Are there any alternatives that you would suggest to people instead of buying the crap game that you've put forward for the same kind of generation, same kind of time period? What would be the the exact opposite of, of this? I mean, uh, the problem is, as you know, I haven't really played that many 8-bit games. Um, <laughs> there was one that I of this generation that I did play and I remember enjoying back in the day. Um, and I can't remember what it is. Um, <laughs> let me have a quick Google. But um, Perfect. It, it was actually a genuinely good game and it felt, it, uh, it was very similar, you know, very short horizon, the corners come out of nowhere, mm -hmm. that sort of scenario. But it felt more, um, you could see the gauges in front of you. Where, right. And so it was a bit more immersive, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah. Whereas For an this, game. Yeah, this is like, you know, floating camera behind the car, chase camera, I guess you'd say. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think if there was any element that would spin, put a positive spin on it, it would be maybe a little hint of realism in there somewhere. But it was a DOS-based Grand Prix game. I think it was yeah, just really? uh, it was just called, um, like, Super Grand Prix or so. Oh, I've literally found it it's here. Uh, Grand Prix <laughs> Circuit is called. Ah, uh, lovely. By Accolade. And as soon as the... Uh, 
music started there, that little eight-bit music. Oh, that's nostalgic, yeah. So there you go. Grand Prix Circuit is what I'd recommend. Um, and I was just skipping through the uh, the video we made on uh, Ayrton Senna's MotoGP2. <laughs> and um, I remembered there's there's not even any opponents on the track. So you overtake Ayrton Senna, and then for the other, you know, 50 seconds it takes you to do a lap, you're just driving around on your own. <laughs> um, it's, <laughs> it's absolutely wow. horrendous. I couldn't believe it. I, I must try and find out if I, you know, selected a stupid mode or something. I don't remember. I remember being pissed <laughs> off that there wasn't any people on there. But the fact that they call it uh, Monaco Grand Prix 2. I mean, just to clarify, they're specifically saying this is Monaco. They've got a background on the game, you know, on the horizon yeah. of some buildings. Oh, that's Monaco. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the audacity. And then Grand Prix. I mean, to throw that... Um, that that those couple of words out there which inspire competition and Formula One uh, and then not to even have any direct competition I guess you could say is pretty much a non-starter hmm. um, yeah but yes in answer to your original question Grand Prix Circuit okay well a similar question for Ed then probably slightly harder based on the time and the type of game it was what would your alternative suggestion be for a good game like Nightmare? The Hobbit. Uh, the old typey... Yeah. If it, 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 I know this isn't much of a typing thing because you've got your joystick and your keyboard and you can navigate through it, but it's just hmm. trying to be a slightly more, less typey adventure game, uh, and it yeah. fails at it miserably. Uh, I am, hmm. And I think The Hobbit has got more of what people would expect from it, um, really. Uh, because and what platform that's is what it on? trying to be. Spectrum. Oh, that, but okay, nice. Yeah, they're both on the Spectrum. Mm. Um, but that's the one I can really think of. Uh, I can't think of another game so similar to it around the time. Uh, someone probably, will probably correct me on that, but I can't, I can't think of anything. I'd say The Hobbit, um, for this being The Nightmare, if it's selling it on title and title alone... It hasn't done very well. Um, there, I'm sure there's a picture of Traegard at the beginning of it. it. Doesn't look anything like him. The 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 only pic- picture of him really is on the cover uh, of the game itself, uh, and there's not even any music. I know sometimes you know the music is a limitation and it can be quite it can be quite resource heavy. But at least have it on mm. the titles or something. There's nothing to say it's nightmare except for the fact it says nightmare at the beginning. Indeed. Okay. I think that is all of my questions for... That was a very good question back. as well, by the way. I, mm. I've never... Uh, no, no one's asked... Very good questions there, Dave. Right, crack on, mm. as you were. Okay. Well, I think the winner of that round... It was actually very close on that one, but I think Mike has taken it by filling in the details on just how terrible <laughs> the actual racing yeah. segment of the racing game is. Yeah, uh, yeah. When that single pass, pass at center, and then that's, that's it. This sounds like the most boring thing in the world. At least with Nightmare, they tried to do something... <laughs> yeah okay it was difficult um it was sometimes it it felt like even once you've found out what you had to do it doesn't make any sense no um at least they tried that um and yeah Yeah. with mike's one i'll agree and i i think he said the name of it i can't remember but there was um there was a grand prix game on the master system that's a hell of a lot better than his 
Uh, I yeah, didn't say surprised. a Master System one. There was the uh, Mega Drive. Yeah, no, um, there was a Grand Prix one for the Mega Drive. I, th- I think I thought yeah. there might, you might be discussing a port, but yeah, there was a Mega Drive one that uh, I think me and Flora uh, actually well, played well, once. Nigel Mansell was the one I was thinking of. Ah, mm. uh, there we uh, go. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Nigel Mansell was the big one. He was. He did very well in touring cars as well. Mm. Loves a Ford Mondeo. Right. Uh, <laughs> round three, everyone. Um, and this is the list of uh, Dave's games. Mm. So uh, we've got Deja Vu, available on Mac and NES. Uh, are there differences between those two, Dave? Or are they just um, well, straightforward? Mac, Mac was the one that I played, to be honest. But having the mouse to move around made it a lot easier. Whereas oh, okay. obviously NES, you're having to going to menus and stuff with two buttons and a D-pad, which isn't yeah. ideal. Gotcha. Uh, second is Motos. Mm. Uh, the fight of the sumo hoppers. Mm. Okay, good. Rockstar. Literally nobody will have heard of the fight of the sumo hoppers. Uh, Rockstar, no. yeah. Uh, mind out, but mind as in you're doing mining to get some ore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zombie. Zombie. Uh, there's a comma in there. Hi, there there is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gribbly's Day Out. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Mr. Wino. Mm-hmm. Is it about wine? Uh, it's about a drunk man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't say any more. <laughs> High speed. Uh, mm-hmm. That's on the NES. And then finally, Tom and Jerry on the Master System. Now, Tom and Jerry, I, I've never played. Let's get that out there. Yeah. I don't know if I owned it or if I was... You know when you see a game in the shop and you're like, oh, I might buy that one? Yeah. Um, I Wasn't think it might have been that situation. Was it Mega Drive, though? Did they have it at the Mega Drive as well? No. Yeah, I don't, no. Oh, maybe maybe they did. I don't think it was the same no, version. No, I think they though. had like a Sylvester and Tweety one on the Mega Drive, actually. Ah, right. That might be it. Gotcha. Memory's hazy. Uh, okay, Edward. Get James Wheel ready. Let's go for it. How do you spin it? Who's going first? Come on, you choose, oh. Rosie. Who's, who's having the first spin? Uh, Ed, you can have the first spin. Oh, thanks. Oh, lovely. Dick, 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 I will allow it. Oh, fucking hell. Brilliant. The fight of the sumo hoppers. <laughs> lovely stuff. Well, good luck finding any information out. I'll give you that. Was it a game you made? <laughs> it might as well be, honestly. It's probably... It's probably going to be quite difficult. <laughs> good stuff. Okay, good. Michael, and your wheel is spinning. Now. Is it? Oh, tick, 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 I hope he does have a nice day out because it'd be horrible if Gribbly didn't have <laughs> a, a nice lovely, day lovely out. time. Lovely Everyone, stuff. we're going to go away for five minutes, do some Googling, rampant YouTube watching, and we will be right back. And we are going to try and sell these games back to <laughs> RTS Rose Tinted Spectrum Rosie Dave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Mike's got such an easier job of this. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not good. That means you're already discounting me. <laughs> if Ed no, no. Even get, if Ed Depends. even gets the genre right, you're going to you, you, You're going to have to do as much digging as it's, Ed does. It's, <laughs> it's it's all based on value. It's it's all it's, yes. It's, it's it's how we sell it as car salesmen. Right. Mm. See you in five.
Hello, everyone. Right, we have done our research. And when I say that, I mean those of us who were able to do much research about <laughs> our games managed to do some research about the game. Um, right, let's just let Dave kick it off. Go on, mate. Okay. Right, I am an 18-year-old uh, single mother who is purchasing a game for her son, who we'll call Thomas. Uh, he likes all games. <laughs> And he wants. Hold on, wait. No, she's eighteen, uh, so that would make him too young. Um, let's let's bring our age up. I don't think it matters. So, <laughs> this single mother wants you to answer the question: Why should I buy this game for my son, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck is the question? Okay, I understand. Okay, why why should she okay. buy this game for her son? I work in GameStation, and you're a single mum coming in if and asking yes. if uh, of an undisclosed be, age. If, 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 if Gribbly if Gribbly's day out would be a good uh, choice for uh, for your son. Yes, it's very well, clear. Then. It was very clear, Mike. I know, yeah. It's quite it's quite hard to explain, though. You're right. It's a simple premise, but hard to explain. Um, like and comment below uh, your uh, explanation of how you would phrase that question. Now, uh, Gribbly's Day Out would be a lovely uh, game for young Thomas Sharon um, because um, I think it's got a little bit of everything. It's all about bringing family together in Gribby's Day Out. He's going out looking for all his offspring. Um, it's an underwater-based game, and I know your son likes swimming with his BSC. Um, <laughs> that was a Red Dwarf re reference, Ed. Did you like that? From I swimming did. certificate, yes. yes, yes yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, he's, he's, it's all about, uh, fun times hovering underwater antics and rescuing offspring. Oh, excellent. And, uh, then she's going to ignore what you've said and go over to another person in the shop and ask them exactly the same yeah, question. Yeah. He will just Ed. Yeah. Hi. Hi, <laughs> my name's Sharon. Please tell me why I should buy this game for my son, Thomas. <laughs> well, Sharon, um... The fucking game, fight of the the fight, the fight of the sumo wrestlers, not just fight of the sumo wrestlers. It's, it's the, sumo, sumo it's, hoppers, sumo, sumo hoppers. Fuck! <laughs> oh, someone forgot what their favourite game was called, didn't they? Sharon, Sharon knows more about this than you do. <laughs> I get on Shazza. It's, it's a busy store. Um, so oh, well, that's yeah, fair. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's a game where um, it's not just about fighting. It's about understanding respect and tactics. So your your son there will be there understanding the respect of of sumo wrestlers and about how the simplicity of a game itself can uh, can make you love it. Because this this is there's no fancy visuals in this. Um, nothing to to destroy the, your. Um, your son's eyes um with 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 the sins of gore it's it's purely two stick characters portraying sumo wrestlers where you use a a sequence of different buttons to uh to 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 change the angle and the length of 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 the fight the ongoing struggle between uh between these two characters 
And you have to just, you know, you can't just smash these buttons. You have to figure out the best tactics, which gets those, gets them thinking. And don't worry if you're, if you're concerned that they'll be bored of it after five games, there's about <laughs> 600 different settings that you can combine to make the game a whole new game between two stick sumo wrestlers. You'll love it. <laughs> so will your son. Okay. Okay. Sharon's Sharon's slightly weirded out by your enthusiasm, so she she's gonna go back to <laughs> go back to uh Mike and ask the the question uh that hasn't formulated in her head yet because she's <laughs> she's still thinking. Um, but that question is going to be what does this game teach my child? This game uh, is, it's not only about, uh, because the thing, normally, I'm sure Thomas has played video games before in which he moves left and right, but in Gribbly's Day Out, you can actually go up and down and levitate. So it's all about perspective, moving around, exploring new areas, searching, as well, of course, the aforementioned family, you know, offspring collection. Um <laughs> The collection of offspring. Not yours. Yes. Yeah, so just random offspring. Um, so he will appreciate that extra dimension and angle in which he can travel. Um, I think it will broaden his mind rather than just left or right. I've seen Thomas. I know what he's like. He's just going left and right all the time. Well, now he's going to be going up and down too. Not going to do that too many times. He could make a gift. Okay. Well... Uh, Sharon's a bit weirded out by your threatening I know Thomas, I've seen him remark. So well, back, he stood behind you. Very well. Just walked a straight I haven't mentioned that he's with me. <laughs> you were the he, one who said that. Why does he That's keep somebody else's him? son, Mike. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's got a badge on that says Thomas. But that's a coincidence. But it says uh, owned by Sharon. <laughs> no, that's that's just very weird coincidence. Um Going back, going back over to Ed, Sharon, Sharon puts the final question. Uh, Ed, uh, my son loves options. What kind of options are you, uh, are you, would you say are the best options for the game that is called the fight of the sumo hoppers? The best Sound at 50%. The, 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 the best options for the, the game must be the uh, um, the 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 ones where it adjusts the bounciness of the players. And the, uh, yeah, it's great. You can make them bouncy as fuck. You'd love it. Um, and so, yeah, once again, Thomas can go up and down as much as he wants. Um, and then you've got the... Fuck <laughs> off, <laughs> <laughs> Michael! Uh, the, you can change like things like the arm length and uh, the, the distance <laughs> of the, the ring. Uh, and yeah, those those out of those three, the bounciness is definitely my favourite. Excellent. Um, well, Sharon is off to speak to us, and Thomas. Thomas, <laughs> which game do you prefer? <laughs> 
Uh, he's coming back with an answer, and it is Gribbly's Day Out. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's weirded out by the talk of lengthening people's arms. (laughs) He likes to bounce. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. He likes to strafe as well. I looked at the options and I thought, I ain't reading that. Which is ridiculous because I'm supposed to read it. (laughs) What's really weird is I remembered things like his name is Gribbly Grobbly and Mm. he has to save the Griblets, which are his offspring. And at the end, there's this guy called Sion who comes out when you've collected all but one of the children. So you really have to rush back and drop all your kids off at the pool. He's a giant Um, crab. Yeah, yeah. And I remembered all that. And you didn't fucking ask anything about the plot or how the game works at all. I don't care about that. <laughs> Thomas doesn't give a shit. Yeah, Thomas doesn't give a shit. Who knew that there was going to be a complete uh, plot behind this? Just to clarify, exactly. this is a really weird one because that's my son's name is Thomas. So thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> I only said Sharon because that's Kate's mum's name. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking through the uh, the options here now. Uh, you've got such things as... Uh, I might screenshot this if I remember. Uh, on, if on, on, on the, the video. audio out. Um, we've got um, real guys drawn. I don't know what that means. Uh, then we've got rule variations. Tornado, strict collision check, middle length slash slippery. Then it's abbreviated to GR. D- did you know I think what it's that grip. Ah, slippery, slippery grip. grip, I think. Okay. Then you can change the terrain, which is nice. And then, is it a text thing? Uh, it, no, it, it's... Oh, no, it's not, I see. They, they, they do look like stick characters. It's very it's very mm. basic. What is it? It's like ASCII only, isn't it? Or something like that. Yeah, pretty much. Um, there's a, there's a, cat, like a bit of text written under this screenshot of the game. It says, the wrestlers are quite slim. It's like they're <laughs> literally just lines. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got oh. things like uh, solitary tricks mode. Which I guess is, is that to change it? Is that for single player only? I don't know. I think it's just if you wanted to practice in single player, yeah, it switches it so you can basically just do tricks with the sumo office and spin him through the air <laughs> and stuff. I see. There were uh, there was quite a lot of flash games rather relatively similar to this, isn't there? Mm, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't I'm obviously not having played this. Like game. The old, I have never was, played a sumo wrestling game as good as this one. I'll put it that way. Really. Mm. What did you enjoy well, so much about it? thank you very much it? for being not biased about it. It's absolutely hilarious because you've got so many... I mean, looking at the controls there, you've got two people huddled around a keyboard. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight controls each, which control the length of your legs, the angle of the legs, the push that you provide with your legs, and you've basically got to try and flip, flip the two people over so that the other person lands on the head or push them out of the ring. And it's like, it's basically like Quop. I don't know if you play Quop, the game where you've you've got to run, but you control your legs with the Q, W, O, and P keys. Oh, right. it, was like, you. it was like an old Flash game. It's kind of like that, but two people are trying to do it at the same time against each other. So it just ends up being absolute hell- madness, hilarity. Right. Might have to try this. And what was yours again? I mean, was yeah. it Gribbly's? Gribbly's what? Uh, Gribbly's Day, Day Out. out. What, 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 yeah. any, any fond memories of that one there? 
Well, uh, I had never heard of it until uh, one of my patrons asked me to do a review of it, and uh, it became one of my favourite C64 games uh, of, of the ones that are up there with Whizball, I would say, which is, is probably my favourite for the C64. It is just a genuinely great game with an insane amount of detail in the world. Like, the enemies... <laughs> go through an evolution period they don't yeah. they're not just enemies on a screen they they like drop down as eggs and then they turn into worms and then they turn into something else so as you're playing the game these enemies are evolving around you if you don't take them out and stuff it's just it's a very nicely put together game i would say yeah yeah i noticed that um there's quite a lot of uh, telepathic stuff going on as well yes yeah. Uh, like he doesn't just have, um, you know, like he can't, doesn't just physically interact with things like punch or kick and stuff. It's all telekinesis. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's, they, they obviously thought that they would make a game that, you know, stood out and was different from the others. And I think they mm-hmm. succeeded with that. Of course, even if I had said such things in uh, the explanation, I wouldn't have been prompted with a uh, question to do so. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I don't, I, I don't think Sharon would have asked a question she didn't, like She didn't that. care about that. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, I am very happy with that win for one. I uh, so I've, this is the first. Podcast I never thought this was going to happen. Year. First podcast of the new year, and you're already ahead. Uh, great. Brilliant. That's true. Yeah, because I won the last year, didn't I? Yeah. Um, you pretty much won and- the year before. Um. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> You can't you just say need to that though spin now. The can, wheel I, wheel can I give Pete a ring? Yeah. I think I'm fancy doing a joint podcast with Pete. Um, <laughs> Sorry, joint podcast. <laughs> He'll be there and not do anything if you want that. <laughs> we love you, Pete. Love um, you, mate. Right. Uh, he's got new carpets in his house now. That's nice. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, everyone. <laughs> That's a very Alan Partridge moment. (laughs) Um, Thank you very very much, Dave. Rose tinted spectrum, so on and so forth. Do you want to do your do your bit? Do you want to do your 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 bit, Rosie? Yeah. Um, um, uh, You interrupted my fucking outro for that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm on the internet in the the places. You you go to the YouTube's. I'm on the Twitters, and people will find me if they want. And of course, ten hour timestamp. In 10 hour times, so all of that stuff. Not very yeah, good at yeah. self promotion. No. How often do you release those podcasts? Uh, once a month. Once a month. Okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Same as us. Well, we yes. say we do. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Ed. You've only got two weeks to get this. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's, it's that darn job getting in the way, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll see you soon. <laughs> He's going to tell me off after this. He's going to tell me off. He's going to spank me for making jokes about unemployment. Come on. <laughs> see you next time, everyone. It's been Bye. good. Thank you, Dave. It's been lovely talking to you in a bit more personal, what's it, rather than just commenting on each other's videos. Like, oh, I like that video you did. That was good. I said bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Waving noises. <laughs> <laughs> now fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>